Talk Radio 77 WABC. Curtis Lewa. Curtis Lewa. Rip and read. Check this out. This is the Rip and Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Talking about. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This is the Rip and Read. Thugs and thuggets from Venezuela uh, occupying 42nd Street, Times Square, the Deuce, and up 8th Avenue on our dime. Many of them in the old Milford Plaza, which has been ne- renamed New York Row. $400 a night. And we not only pay for their room and board, but we do their laundry. That's right. It's Eric Land. Eric Andrews, swagger man with no plan, mayor of the illegal aliens, likes to say, and we, do, and we launder their sheets. We do their laundry, we put it in duffel bags, and we bring it back. We put a little chocolate on the top. We give them culturally appropriate food because they already said, man, we don't eat no bagels with a schmear, no. You want mango, you want mofongo, you want con arroz, habichuelas, beans, and rice. No, make that with a chuleta on top, a pork chop. Oh, absolutely. Uh, once you send out for Grubhub, yeah, Grubhub, who's going to pay for it? We, the sucker taxpayers. They get free health care. They get iPhones. They get smartphones. Remember, some of them were promised that they could go to Sullivan County, excuse me, Community College? Yes. Right near Sid's mother's home in the Jewish Himalayas, the Irish Alps. They get everything. And our own citizens, particularly those who are homeless, emotionally disturbed, and especially the veterans, they get ugats, they get bubkins. And so the whole world has seen what the Venezuelans have become because they have followed in the footsteps of many other ethnic groups that have formed gangs, 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 to control their turf, supposedly to protect their people, to prey on their own eventually, and then to prey on everyone else. Hey, it started with the mafia in Sicily, right? The Black Hand. They helped throw the French out who had colonized Sicily. And then the Black Hand became a nemesis to this day. It's happening all over again, except this is taxpayer-subsidized. The Venezuelans are considered untouchables. Remember, they got their working papers first. They were prioritized. They got the easy pass. Sent here by Maduro, who was the protege of Hugo Chavez before he dropped dead of cancer because he went for treatment in Cuba instead of Florida. But it's Maduro who learned from one of his many mentors in moving up the ranks of the Communist Party in Venezuela. And that was from Fidel and Raul Castro. It's a sucker every so often sitting as president of the United States. And in 1980, it was Jimmy Carter who said to Fidel Castro, give me your tired, give me your poor, give me your indigent, give me your dissidents. And Fidel Castro said, okay, I'll give you our mariolitos. I'll clean out my jails. 
I'll clean out my insane asylums. I'll give you my drug users. I'll give you the dregs of society. And they came in unprecedented numbers. 80,000 Jimmy Carter welcomed to America. And then they traveled all over the country. And if you remember, it was the famous movie. Three years afterwards, Scarface with Al Pacino, where he goes, I am a political prisoner. I got rights. And they were a menace to society. Well, now we've got the new wave of the Venezuelans. And the whole world got to see that they are very special, protected, a protected class of people. Because if you're Venezuelan, you don't do time. If you're Venezuelan, you can beat the hell out of two New York City cops. It's on video. It's gone viral. The whole world has seen it. And what happens? You get arrested, and then you're given a disappearance ticket, a desk appearance ticket. And how many of these mutts and scales are going to show up back for a court appearance? Come on. Come on. This is Curtis Lee what you're talking to here. Come on. They're going to be slipping through the cracks. So let, let, let's take this piece by piece. So we have the police department that's all in a rage that Alvin Bragg, who uh, is friends of the criminals and only wants to incarcerate, incarcerate and prosecute those who protect themselves, like uh, Jose Alba, who was behind the counter of the, uh, the bodega up in Harlem. Remember who stabbed that predator to death and then was held on a second-degree murder charge with a million-dollar bailout in Rikers Island until the public outrage was such. He was released on his own recognizance, and then eventually uh, he was able to go back to the DR, and he said, I'm safer in the DR than I am in Washington Heights, Inwood, or Harlem. And quite frankly, he is right because of Alvin Bragg. Alvin Bragg does not protect those who defend themselves. Alvin Bragg prosecutes cops and prosecutes law-abiding citizens who, who take a stand. We saw that with Daniel Penny. He wants Daniel Penny's notch on his district attorney prosecuting belt in the worst way. Because why? Because Daniel Penny is a white boy from, uh, from uh, Long Island, a Marine, and, man, it fits the prototype of what Alvin Bragg wants to vilify. So we'll get it on in a court trial that will probably take place at the end of the year over the death of Jordan Neely. But let's go back to the police screaming and hollering that they've been abandoned once again by the criminal justice system. Never once did I hear any of the officials in one police plaza. Eddie Caban, missing in action, police commissioner, always out of town. Give your police their nightsticks back. That's how they do crowd control. They need their nightsticks. How the hell are two, three, or four cops with no nightstick going to be able to hold off a mob of 12 or more Venezuelan thugs who are now forming gangs to be able to protect their drug dealing, the prostitution, and all the vice that they're involved with? How the hell are the cops going to protect themselves when the Venezuelans are going to bum rush them and overwhelm them just with, with numbers? They need the nightsticks. That's number one. You haven't heard anybody talking about that, except for yours truly, Curtis Lee, because they got my boots on the ground. I had the guardian angels in Times Square all night. We were scouring. And those Venezuelans, they, they did the bird. 
They were hiding in the Milford Plaza. They were hiding in New York Road. They were hiding in the Watson Hotel because they know the heat is on now. But they'll be back. They'll be back with a vengeance. And by the way, we heard all the right things being said by somebody. Oh, Kathy Hochul says we should deport them. Wait a second, Kathy Hochul. You can't have it both ways. You say we're a sanctuary state. You audit the state police and all criminal justice agencies not to cooperate with ICE, the Migre, Immigration and Naturalization Service. Now, all of a sudden, you want ICE to do their job. You fake, phony, fraudulent, hypocrite, fugazi governor. And then, of course, there's Eric Adams. Has anybody heard Eric Adams on this uh, subject? Anybody in the newsroom, uh, James Flippin? Could you ask James Flippin to pop in here a second? Uh, Noam Layden, our news director. I, I'm desperately trying to find any audio on Eric Adams commenting on these police, on the police department who got beat up, right, for all to see. Uh, James Flippin, I know. Uh, you played Shell. Uh, uh, you talked about Kathy Hochul. Right. What about Eric Adams? The guy was a cop, right, for 22 years, the house mouse. What did, what did he say? As far as the cops who were attacked by that group yeah, of migrants yeah, in Times Square? What did he say? What did he say? Because he would have to condemn his very dear friend, Alvin Bragg. He graduated the National Action Hate Network Academy of Al Slim Shady Sharpton. They were two proud graduates of hate together. You know, their complexion, their protection. Yes, seven people arrested and they were released without bail. Right. And meantime, what about deporting them, right? I mean, Hoko said the right thing, even though she hates ICE. How come Eric Adams has an urge that they be deported? Can, can you get a comment from City Hall? Because I, yeah. all I hear so far... Isn't that odd that the mayor of the city of New York... Who the reason that people elected him mayor, and uh, you didn't listen to me, he was a house mouse, he wasn't an active cop busting his shoes, he was hiding in the precinct. The reason he got elected is they said, oh, Curtis, you're just a guardian angel, you know. He was a cop for 22 years. You would have thought, he's always bogarting press conferences, right? He would say, this is mine. Shell, this is mine. Hoker, this is mine. I put on a bulletproof vest every day for 22 years. You cut my veins and arteries, I bleed NYPD blue. Well, NYPD Commissioner Edward Caban was in town the other day, and he gave the state of the uh, NYPD address, and he said thank you to Mayor Adams for understanding what the cops go through. He said, this is a guy who wore yeah. the gun and shield. Yeah, this thank is a guy you. who gets Thank what- you for making me your lapdog. I appreciate it. By the way, again, I ask both you and Noam Layden, the news director, why is it we have not heard from a man who always said, I defend the men and women of the police department? A, he will not attack Alvin Bragg. B, he will not demand that these illegal aliens get deported. Watch. What? Hochul already said it. He's got cover. Now he can say it. So that's what I can ask City Hall if he's calling for them to be deported as well. Right. And is he condemning his very dear friend, Alvin Bragg, who he has never condemned in the name of Bernard McGurk, who we miss so badly. Every day, Bernard McGurk, before he passed away, would come in and say, Eric Adams never names and shames. And let's start with Alvin Bragg. Never. Never, ever, ever. 
All he does with Alvin Bragg is swap spit. And you know why? Because he's black. And up next, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to hear cuts. Because a white press corps decided not to travel with Eric Adams last night. No, it wasn't a Conce Frito. It wasn't to a Club Zero Bond. It was to a town hall meeting in the heart of the hood. Never ran, never will. Brownsville, Brooklyn. We're not going to go to Brownsville. But you know who got all of this? Nancy Sliwa. It's the Rip and Read. Talking about featuring Curtis Sliwa. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Talking about this is the Rip and Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. Godfather of Soul, Soul Brother Number One, James Brown, with the uh, the Street Black National Anthem and the Call to Arms, and that's exactly what Eric Adams decided to do last night under siege, under attack, with no friends in Washington, no friends in Albany, and no friends in the City Council. And awaiting any day for the indictment to be unsealed against him by the U.S. Attorney of the Southern District for massive political corruption. So Eric Adams, his entire life, whenever his back has been to the wall, he plays the black card. But you got to do it before a black audience, either a black church or like last night in Sutter Avenue in uh, a black town hall meeting. Look at my look at my deputy mayors. First deputy mayor, Sheena Wright. Deputy Mayor, stand up, stand up. They need to see you. Deputy Mayor Williams Ison. Deputy Mayor Mira Josie. Deputy Mayor Amazar. Deputy Mayor Maria Torres Springer. Have you ever seen this much chocolate leading the city of New York? Uh, uh Now, you think he could have, he would have ever said that at a press conference at City Hall with all the white reporters? Hell no. But because the white reporters didn't go to Brownsville for whatever reason, he could play the black card and he could get away with it. Except in this case, once again, 
he could not elude uh, the investigation of Nancy Sliwa, my wife, the e-attorney, who is relentless. Then he started asking this old black audience, yo, that's why these people are hating on me. That's why people are hating on me. Now, you know he's talking about me, wrong way, Lou Rufino. You know that, right? You know that, Rich Rodabali. Can I hear that again? He, he talk, he, that's really his call out to me, the haters. That's why people are hating on me. You know what this reminds me of? Remember that bit that Dave Chappelle did about the haters ball? It's almost as if Eric Adams is inserting himself into the haters ball of Dave Chappelle. I hate you. I hate you. I don't even know you. And I hate your guts. I hope all the bad things in life happen to you and nobody else but you. Man, hey, 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 man, you corny. Oh, man. He's going the Dave Chappelle route. And then he's talking about hate, and then he flips the script and talks about how he needs to hear from church folks. You trying to figure out why they're hating on me? They're hating on me because those are, how many of you go to church? <laughs> oh, here we go. Here we go. He's going to be the holy roller as if he were a bl- few blocks away from A.R. Bernard. You know, he's got that mega church there on Linden Boulevard and Pennsylvania Avenue, 5,000 seats. Always gives cover to Eric Adams. Actually said A.R. Bernard, who's on with Rabbi Joe Potasnik, he's been sent by God. But here he is. He's comparing himself to Jesus. And in fact, he calls himself the black Jesus. Ma'am, this is a Matthew 21 and 12 moment. Jesus walked in the temple. He saw them doing wrong in the temple. He did what? He turned the table over. I went to City Hall to turn the table over. Now, now, hold on a second. Uh, Rich Radabali, uh, I know New Testament. Jesus went into the temple and turned the temple Tables over on the Jews, the money lenders, right? You think that was subliminal anti-Semitism to an all-black audience in Brownsville? By the way, Brownsville used to be all Jewish at one time. You go to any of the apartments, the old apartments and tenements, they have the mezuzah right on the doorway, right on the doorway. And, in fact, that's why a lot of people say, see, see, the Jews own everything. Look, they even got their symbol on every apartment here in Brownsville. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) And then he started to hide behind the image of the first black mayor of New York City, David Dinkins. Took us 30 years after what they did to David Dinkins. Well, well, well. Notice how that coincides with the story he's told at black churches about how 30 years ago he woke up in a cold sweat when God told him he would be the mayor. Don't notice how that conflates and that coincides, Rich Aradabali? 30-something years ago, I woke up in my sleep, out of my sleep in a cold sweat. God spoke to my heart and said, you are going to be the mayor January 1st, 2022. And the message was clear. God stated 
You cannot be silent. You must tell everyone you know. Because it's a Judges 7, verse 2 through 7 moment. Because when you win the battle, I don't want you to think that you won on your own. And I don't want people to think that you won because of you who you are. You know, Reverend A.R. Bernard should have been in the audience saying, yep. He was sent by God, just like he did on the stage of his megachurch. He actually said, A.R. Bernard, this man was sent to us by God. Rich Radabali, can I get a rebate? Can we get a rebate from God? You know, God, we've been told God is infallible, right? Man, he really messed up. Hey, God, let me tell you something. When you mess up, you got to fess up in life. Why don't you take this guy back? Oh, my God. God, and then naturally he goes on about how they railroaded David Dinkins, they crucified David Dinkins like they're trying to do to him. And who did we get after David Dinkins? Giuliani. It was a setup for a setback. That's what it was. Now, you didn't hear that on the news, did you? Of course not. But wrong way, Lou Rufino, I want you to please play that again. Please play that again. And who did we get after David Dinkins? Giuliani. It was a setup for a setback. That's what it was. Never mentions uh, there was that period of time he was a Republican and he supported Rudy Giuliani. And he said that David Dinkins, although he's the first black mayor, he's soft when it comes to crime. And Rudy Giuliani is cleaning up the city. He thinks we're all going to forget because, again, like all elected officials, Democrats or Republicans, they truly believe you're all stunad, you're schmucks, you're putzes, you're idiots. All you do is you scratch your bellies and you can barely chew gum and think. So they figure, oh, nobody will remember that. No, nah, nobody will remember that I was a Republican, Eric Adams, that I supported Rudy Giuliani against David Dinkins. And more importantly, I went I went, and I actually had a press conference that was reported in the Daily News in which I said, David Dinkins is soft on crime and Rudy Giuliani is a better mayor because he is a law and order mayor. How quickly he forgets, but he is obsessed with the comparison between him and David Dinkins. And so I know that many of you may stand around and say, well, you know, what, Eric, we don't like this. We don't like that. We don't. I got it. I got it. I got it. That's the same thing they did to David Dinkins. Oh, here it is. Comparing himself to David Dinkins. He's playing the race card big time. Remember, it's an all-black audience in Brownsville. He already vilified Rudy Giuliani, who, when he came in to the mayoralty, the crime rate at the 73rd precinct in Brownsville and the 75th precinct in nearby East New York plummeted under David Dinkins' They were the killing fields, the killing fields. But of course, his complexion is his protection. It's all about playing that black card and hiding behind his complexion because the walls are closing in. But he just won't give up on that David Dinkins connection. In fact, attributing David Dinkins' loss to Rudy Giuliani in 1992 to black people. And you know what happened with David Dinkins? They wore him down so much that black folks didn't come out to vote. They said, you know what? We, we're not coming out. They just beat him and wore him down over and over and over again. No, 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 Eric Adams. Don't try to do revisionism. 
David Dinkins never went to the outer boroughs, only one time in Staten Island in four years. Barely went to Brooklyn. Only time he went to Queens was for the Flushing Meadow uh, U.S. Open tennis tournament, and he'd go out there in his tennis whites. And he almost never went to the Bronx, man. Uh, David Dinkins lost the election to Rudy Giuliani because black people, you are correct, did not come out to vote because they were disappointed that David Dinkins was a disaster. Now, it does not mean they voted for Rudy Giuliani. They did not. They did not come out and vote for David Dinkins because he was such a disaster. And then because he was in Sutter Avenue at a town hall meeting last night, all blacks uh, and some Hispanics, he decided to uh, uh, talk about his bona fides, you know, his Brownsville connection. First woman police commissioner of color, first Spanish-speaking police commissioner, first Spanish-speaking uh, uh, correction com- com- commissioner go through the line of what we're doing in two years that's right because that's how we do when you're from brownsville that's how you do when you're from brownsville that guy was just birthed in brownsville birth and then how did he sign off again he tried to make it appear as if all the brothers and sisters could identify because he's from the ville never ran never will so here we are in the place of my birth. People can say what they want, but you have a mayor from Brownsville. Never ran and never will. And you would have had a mayor from Brownsville if you had elected me. I lived there for two years, longer than Eric Adams did, who lived there a few months before his family moved out to Southeast Queens. I lived there two years, Osborne and Hegeman. And I lived there at the time, 1974 to 76. as the only white guy, Osborne and Hegeman, all those tenements that had the mezuzah on the door. Let me tell you, feet don't fail me now. It was not easy for a white boy back then. I lived there longer than he did. But let's cut to the chase. The reason that the door, the walls are closing in on him and he's playing the black card The whole world is against me because I'm a black mayor, just like they were against David Dinkins. Is a new report was issued that donors to Eric Adams 2025 campaign. That's the one coming up. Never mind all the problems from the previous campaign in 2021. Say they were secretly reimbursed thousands of dollars. You know what that means. U.S. Attorney Southern District Damian Williams. He's on his jockstrap, Eric Adams. He knows he's going to get indicted. And then he's got that decision. Does he stay with an indictment over his head until trial? Or does he stand and hide behind his complexion, which is his protection? But that's why he's playing the black card now. And I want all Eric Adams Republicans out there, many of them who sit on the city council, and they speak privately and publicly. I, oh, we got to help Eric Adams. He's one of us. We got to help Eric Adams. No, he's not. No, he's not. Let me tell you another little secret, uh, Richard Bali. There are a group of Republican leaders out there. They never endorsed me the first time. Hell no. But they're planning on trying to do a fusion ticket if Eric Adams can stay out of jail. 
in which they'll also offer him the Republican line. Yeah, but let me tell you, some Republican chairman out there, I know you're listening or you're sick of fans, toadies, and lackeys. It's still going to be a primary because I'll qualify to primary Eric Adams as he goes back to his roots when he was a Republican supporting Rudy Giuliani, who he dissed and dismissed last night and hid behind his complexion, which is his protection, claiming he's a David Dinkins Democrat. Remember, a David Dinkins Democrat. Check this out. It's the Riffin' Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Talking about this is the Riffin' Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This should be the theme song for the Mazi campaign out in the 3rd Congressional District against Swazi. It is the only race in the country, and we're just 12 days away from February 13th, a very important day in my history and the history of the Guardian Angels. It's our 45th anniversary when we began to patrol the streets the subways, the parks of New York City. And you saw a taste of that last night as we were live from Times Square hunting down those uh, Venezuelan gangbangers uh, right at the top of the uh, Sean Hannity show. You saw we were rolling strong, rolling strong. But this is not about Curtis Lee, this is not about the Guardian Angels. This is about a race that has implications for what may well take place later on this year in November. So with 12 days to go, we already know that Swazi is for congestion pricing, just like his mentor who had piloted the legislation and signed it into law when he was governor, Governor Andrew Evilize Cuomo, King Cuomo II, the son of Mario Faccia Bruta, Cuomo, King Cuomo I. That is established. Mazi is opposed to congestion pricing. Then when it comes to what has become the hot issue In the nation and in the 3rd Congressional District, which includes the North Shore of Suffolk, Nassau County, and uh, right in the heart of Whitestone, Queens. It's immigration, migrants, asylum seekers, uh, or as I call them, illegal aliens, the invasion. And uh, as you know, Swazi was so proud when he ran against Hochul in the Democratic primary, hoping to win the Democratic nomination. So proud that he kicked ICE out of Nassau County. When I was county executive of Nassau County, I kicked ICE out of Nassau County. When I was county executive of Nassau County, I kicked ICE out of Nassau County. When I was county executive of Nassau County, I kicked ICE out of Nassau County. When I was county executive of Nassau County, I kicked ICE out of Nassau County. And now he pretends like he loves ICE. 
He loves, no, no, he wants ICE to do its job, bull feathers. Because just like his uh, friend and mentor, Andrew Evilize Cuomo, who at that time called ICE thugs. New York State is the state that says we will not cooperate with ICE. They're a bunch of thugs. He politicized ICE. They're a bunch of thugs. We said we will sue them if they violate any criminal laws in the state of New York. Has either of them apologized to ICE? No. And now the latest flip-flop from this Fugazi, Swazi. Listen to the most recent Mozzie TV commercial about Swazi's loyalty to Biden. Here's Tom Swazi talking about his idol, Joe Biden. Well, let me make it perfectly clear that I support the president's agenda 100%. Swazi's not just Biden's biggest fan, he's Biden's accomplice. Well, let me make it perfectly clear that I support the president's agenda 100%. Biden's open borders have resulted in record numbers coming in. It also means an increased risk of a terrorist attack. Well, let me make it perfectly clear that I support the president's agenda 100%. Oh, yeah, and the commercial, it's great. So as a result of that commercial, uh, Swazi came out and said, no, no, even if President Joe Biden were to endorse me, I would reject it. But we just had a Quinnipiac College poll came out that said that if the election were tomorrow, Joe Biden would beat Donald Trump and convincingly with women. So typical of Swazi's flip-flop, what did he do, Rich Radabali? He says, no, if uh, Joe Biden were to endorse me, I would embrace him now. You fugazi. Meantime, there will be a debate. Mark it on your calendars, February 8th, 8 o'clock on Channel 12. It will be Mozzie versus Swazi, and this definitely will be a litmus test to what will be happening come November.